We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Until the righteous take foothold in this earth and begin to put down the powers of wickedness that reign in this earth, Jesus is not coming back until we do that. Wickedness is an enemy of God. Now that doesn't mean that the whole world is going to be righteous, the whole earth is going to be righteous. I'm just talking about in high places, Christians are going to have the office of high officials. See, we're talking about dominion and authority. Let's go to Ephesians, the first chapter. Let's pick up on some things that the Apostle Paul gets into here. Ephesians chapter 1, let's begin reading a prayer that Paul prayed. In verse 16, he said, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. I want you to underline this phrase. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. What does it mean to believe according to the working of his mighty power? Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Now, to believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ... Now remember, Jesus was crucified, he died, he was buried, God raised him from the dead. Now he's referring to believing according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Raised him from the lowest place to the highest position far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. When Jesus died, he went into the lower part of the earth. Now, there's people try to say that he only went to the grave, but the Bible and the words that is used there prove beyond any doubt that Jesus went to hell. He went into the region of the damned. And he was raised from that lowest place to the highest place, far above all principality and power. Now keep that in mind because we're going to come back to that and relate it to some other things here just a little bit. And hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Jesus is the head of the church, right? Which is the body. The church is the body of Christ. Now you see, when Jesus was ascended to the Father and seated at his right hand, he is seated there until his enemies. The Bible says he's there expecting till his enemies are made his footstool. Do you know what Jesus is expecting? 
He is expecting that the body of Christ, his body that is on the earth, the only body that he has on the earth, which is the church, is going to put all these enemies under their feet. That's what he's expecting. And he's depending on that before he comes back. He's seated there until his enemies are made his footstool. So the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sin. Now here is where you must believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ. You hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and in sin. Wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power there, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Now come on down to verse 5. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and has raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, this is what it means to believe according to the working of his mighty power. Jesus was raised from the lowest pit to the highest position in the universe. Far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. Not only that is in this world, but also in the world to come. Now, that's as high as you can get. You can't get any further than that. But now what does it mean for us to believe according to the working of his mighty power which was wrought in Christ? For us to believe that even when we were dead in trespasses and in sin, that he hath quickened us, he infused us together with him, and hath raised us up together, and has made us to sit together, in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. Now it takes some faith to believe that. What's he saying? He's saying that you have been raised in power and in authority with the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. You've been infused into the body of Christ, you that are born again, and as far as God was concerned, you were raised up and made to sit there in heavenly places with him in power and in authority. Restored to our rightful dominion. We're restored to that. Adam sinned and bowed his knee to the outlaw spirit, turned his authority over the devil. But we've been restored to our rightful authority. We are far above principalities and powers. You know what the word principalities means? Spirits without bodies. Spirits in this earth that were not born here have very little authority. In fact, they have no authority here without a body. There's very little that they can do, actually, without a body. They have to get in a body. A spirit has to have a body to manifest itself. That's the reason Satan wants to get in people. That's the reason wickedness wants to rule, because it'll give Satan a body to manifest himself. That's why God wants to fill you with the fullness of God. That's why God wants to fill you with his spirit. Because God is in the same situation. God is a spirit. He cannot come in this earth and just start destroying the works of the devil just because he's God. If he could do that, he would have done that 
thousands of years ago. Now I say he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it because of his word. He has the power to do it. But he can't do it because of his word. His word is out, you see. The Bible says God cannot lie. So since he gave dominion of this earth to man, he must work through man to bring it under control and subdue it. Now mankind furnishes the body. We furnish the body. That's why Jesus had to be born of a virgin. He had to have the body of a man. And he couldn't have sin in him or he would not be the spotless lamb of God. So he was born of a virgin. He had a flesh, blood, and bone body like you and I, but yet he had no sin in him because he had the blood of God flowing in his veins, and the bloodline follows the Father. So Jesus was born with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body so that he would have authority in the earth as a man. See, it was illegal for God to come in this earth, in all of his divine Godhead powers and just start destroying the works of the devil. He just couldn't do that. He had the power to do it, but he would be a liar if he did because of what he said in Genesis that he had given the authority of the earth to man, told man to have dominion over it. So then God began to make covenants with men from the time that Adam fell. He made a covenant with Adam. He made a covenant with Noah. He made a covenant with Abraham. He started making these covenants. And most of the church has never understood what these covenants were about. These covenants were giving God access into the earth and giving man access to God for supernatural help. And I've had people to come to me or write me a letter and say, well, now, you said that God didn't have authority to destroy the works of the devil in the earth, but how did he destroy the earth with the flood then? Well, if you'll read there, you'll find that he made a covenant with Noah before he did it that gave him access into the earth, that gave God legal access to the earth, certain things that God could do without man, but there's certain other things that he couldn't do. God is very limited in the earth in what he can do unless he does it through an agent in the earth. Now that's hard for religious people to get their mind to settle down on and understand it. But you can understand this much, can't you, that God cannot lie. And if he gave the authority of the earth to man then come back and took it back and started doing it all himself, then God is in the position of being a liar. And we know that God is not a liar. He cannot lie. He's not a man that he should lie. So God has devised a method and a plan. And that was to send his son that he would redeem mankind, be the supreme sacrifice, lived and walked perfect upright under the old covenant. And because he did that for 30 years without sin, no man had ever been able to do it. It made it legal for God to anoint him with the Holy Ghost and healing power and he could destroy the works of the devil and do it legally. Can you say amen? I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before we leave the broadcast, our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7237. It's called The Dominion Principle. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Now, I farmed for 29 years before I went into the ministry, and I understand about planting seeds and reaping a harvest. The soil does not decide what to raise. The seed has dominion over the soil. 
In Genesis, the first chapter, you find verses 26 through 28 that God said, Let us make man in our image and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl there, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and he gave them dominion. Now, what we need to know is how this dominion works. The dominion principle is all through the Bible. Jesus said it this way, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, believe what he saith, and will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So by speaking and proclaiming God's word over situation and circumstances, you plant the seed of God's word to uproot things that you don't want in your life. Now, as I said, I farmed for 29 years, and when I planted a seed, that seed demands of the soil, and the soil has to respond to it. The soil cannot decide that it's just going to raise what it wants to. The seed that you plant in the soil makes a demand on the soil, and it has no choice. So God's Word is the seed that we sow in everyday life. Read the parable of the sower. Jesus likens words that we speak like the seed that is sown in the hearts of men, and it will produce what is spoken there. That's CD offer number 7237, the Dominion Principle, for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.